a bunch of witty bitches. Hey, Papa. Hey, I have a quip. You have a quip. We'll put that for a quip. It's just cadals. Beep boop boop. Beep boop beep boop. We're back again. Mm-hmm. This time, this time for real. Yeah. Last time we gave you the teaser. Yeah. A little bit of a taste, but this time you're getting the whole long <laughs> mouthing. Thick. <laughs> Whatever other adjectives we want to um, use. Yeah, of us rolling as a duo today, man. Yeah. There's 0% chance of a Skype call in because we're not on There's Skype. No, yeah. <laughs> nice try. Chase. Yeah. We shut it all down. We deleted Pretty crazy. Skype. We don't have Skype accounts anymore. <laughs> I threw my phone away in, or I threw my phone away as yeah. I walked in, and uh, we don't need it. Nothing, nothing can disturb us. Yep. Right now, except for like a pizza delivery or something like that. But hopefully, cross our fingers. Yeah. All right, man. I mean, how do you feel about it? Are you feeling pretty good about it? I'm pretty stoked. I think we'll have a different spin, we'll have a different take, going in a different direction. It's gonna be like interesting because now that we actually have the Hunter and Max episode, mm-hmm. but the Hunter and Max episode that we planned. <laughs> Went to shit, you know, because <laughs> Chase came on, pretty, threw off the whole vibe. No, I'm just kidding. It was totally fine. But I just mean, you know, we had like that special episode. And this one, you know, we're going back to the formula a little bit. We're just kind of testing it out. What would it be right. like if it was just you and me? Yeah, you know I'm I mean? down. Because it was funny, too, because, you know, whenever I went on tour last year, I got to hear how it was with just you and Chase. What did you think about that? Uh, it was definitely a different energy. I feel yeah. like when there was all three of us, <laughs> like we've known each other for so long that mm-hmm. the chemistry is a higher, higher level. I think it's like synergetic, like when we yes. all get together, there's a bigger collective energy. There's more the to room. feed off of. Yeah, absolutely. And of uh, and then whenever I was mixing y'all's while I was on the road, I was like, this is a lot more chill. So it'll be interesting to see if it we tends. bring it down, if yeah. we bring it up. Maybe, you know, you know, maybe we, it's just are, you and me you, bringing the thunder. That way. <laughs> <laughs> and I just see or feel, yeah, you yeah. Know, just like feel <laughs> off of whatever the other person's doing. You know, maybe Chase is super chill and you're super fucking hype. Yeah, I'm Who hype knows, as shit, you know? dude. Well, I'm I'm pretty hype for this episode, but yeah. you know, we'll see how it goes. Speaking of episode, uh, we do something on this episode every time, and it's not going to change. Uh, we do have a beer today that you've actually picked out mm-hmm. with me in mind. Yes. That was this, very nice of you. Yes. I just want to say that was very sweet. I was like, dude, this has to be the beer. This has to be the beer for the me and Max episode. To quote you earlier, you said, Max, this will be the best experience of your entire life, and there's nothing. It's all downhill <laughs> It'll fulfill from all of your dreams. Life. Yeah. That's what you said. Yeah. It'll fulfill yeah. <laughs> all of my dreams. So I'm pretty stoked on it. What is this? What are we so doing? this is um, a Belgian Abbey Ale by St. Bernardus Brewery out of... Uh, Belgium. Belgium. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. That that was kind of lame. Well, you know, hey. And it's the. I, I, it. I hate it because I don't know how to say the particular beer. It's ABT12. So I don't know if that's like Abbott 12 or what. But oh. that's what it says on the thing. It says ABT12, ABT 12 on yeah. the bottle. Right. In America, little, that's ABT12. You know. You got a little Belgian monk on it holding the beer yeah. in a goblet in a very approving way yeah like he's looking at you and saying no that's cool god approves he's like trust me this is Look this is it. this is heavenly this is yeah, it's um, literally pointing to the sky and so it's 10 percent alcohol by volume and the reason uh, why i think it's going to be so good is because basically somebody brought this up as they're like yeah this is supposed to be essentially like the best beer in the world like really? a lot of people consider this to so be you weren't actually fucking around yeah you... one of if not the best beers in the world right so this is coming straight out of belgium this is like whenever you read it uh on their website it's like this is our our classic like our prize stable winner kind of you know what i mean yeah. so they're really hyping it up i'm gonna yeah. pop the top pop it 
That was a great pop. Yeah, I felt that one to the core. I hope that was heard. And so we're 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 gonna be pouring it up in some uh, some goblets as well. That's how they suggest that you should uh, consume. Uh, Yeah, we kept the whole theme of Belgium in here right now. Okay, perfect. This is how this beer was supposed to be. Before before you pour up, I'm gonna read off the back of it. It says. This brewery was founded in 1946 in the province of West Flanders in Belgium. After the brewing process, these traditional ales are matured in tanks for three months before being bottle conditioned. The result is a naturally carbonated, quote-unquote, living ale that will satisfy the taste of even the most discriminating connoisseurs. Oh. Too bad Chase isn't here. (laughs) Yeah. And so, yeah, I guess just the fact that it was recommended to me that way, and then whenever I looked it up online, everybody said, like, 99 out of 100, 98 out of 100, 100 out of 100, you know. Where, like, did you, where did you get a recommendation from? Just the guy, you were like looking for something um, when you went around and you were like, hey, So man. I think my brother, either my brother or my brother's friend, I think, uh, were the ones that uh, made me, they made the recommendation for this. And then uh, I've always seen it. It's actually like a fairly, um, like the, the the advertising on it is something that I feel like I've seen for like several years with the monk doing yeah, the happy you little would, thing. Yeah, I was gonna say you would definitely recognize this bottle. Yeah, like, oh, so that's everywhere. I would have never just like bought it. I guess I, I don't I don't know why, but the fact that it was recommended to me by somebody, I guess somebody that had some sort of standing or stature yeah, in one the of beer your fields. Yeah. yeah, that's a pretty yeah, that's a high role to hold. Was it wait? Was it? Was it Brooks or was it West? Probably West. Brooks. Brooks oh, would really? recommend Coors. Oh, I was going to say this is. I've met Brooks. Brooks is not a and craft This would be a surprising, guy. you know, approach. But <laughs> yeah. what's up, Brooks? So, have you gotten to smell or, or, or taste it at all? Let me take a look. No, I'm about to right now. It's nice and like brown, and it is. It's not completely like unfiltered. I think it's unfiltered for the most part, but you can see through it a little bit. Yeah. It's not just a dark cloud. It's pretty dark for like. Not just being like that stout blackness, you know what I mean? Like this is like as dark into amber as you can pretty much go. Like how do you get once you get a shade past this, then you're going into light black. You know what I mean? Dude, this is this is really good in my opinion. <laughs> ten out like, of ten. We're done. It's ten percent alcohol by volume, right? And so the fact it, it drinks super smooth. Dude. There's like almost zero bite in this. I'm not playing around right now. <laughs> Is this that your beer, dude? Is this going to be your go-to beer? That was a delicious sip that I just took. We don't want to hype starting... it up too much at the beginning I don't, of the sh- show, sh- sh- It could, you know, hey, you still got to prove yourself. Yeah. You got a running start. Yeah. You can trip on anything on the way there. Yeah, you, you still got tired. a clean slate, St. You know? Bernardus. Yeah, exactly. You could be bragging on the end of the finish line, and you know, somebody else comes and swoop up. There's still a whole long haul. You can't just throw world through. class in front of our face and make yeah. us think that oh, that's going to yeah. be just a better shoot. beer than any other beer. Oh, I hear a 98. whoop de doo Couldn't get that 100. Something's got to be wrong, We've right? we had beers with a wolf yeah, on the front of it. And he was holding oiling, a dude. <laughs> he was a blue-collar wolf. <laughs> Providing for his nation, you know? What do you fucking do? Oh, that's right. You're a monk. Oh, wait, You're wait, a holy wait. man. Oh, jeez. But it's still okay. really good. So yes. we're, we're going we're gonna to continue. So yeah. This is a great beer. Um, it's nice and relaxing. Uh, have, it, you been, have, you, have you been relaxing lately? After um, your long haul of being essentially like It's crazy because like. Enslaved. Yeah, we were, <laughs> we were talking about how, how crazy my week was. And it got only more crazy as that week went on after we recorded. Yeah. And we were nearing the end or whatever. And so like by Monday I went into work and I'm like, we're going to finally close this out. Thank God. Mm -hmm. And Monday was like basically the most stressful day of my entire life. (laughs) It was like, 
It was. I think it was maybe the worst day I've ever had. <laughs> and I've and I've like I haven't had a whole lot of horrible days, but it was basically oh, just being no. under the gun of somebody who was so relying sorry. heavily upon my work. Oh. And I just didn't deliver like at all, and he was just like, "What the f is this?" <laughs> for like twelve hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! So yeah. Oh, so he was like scrutinizing the work you had been doing. Yeah. Those like nineteen-hour shifts. No, no, before? no. So all like basically all of that was for other stuff, right? And there was um. one thing at the very end that I was like, "I'll just sweep this up." I'll put it in front of him. It'll be good to go. But I really, what I found out was I had no idea what I was doing. Oh, hey. We've all gotten to that point in our jobs at some point. <laughs> so, oh, shit. It was a very humbling experience. Like, straight up having my tail between my legs for, like, a whole half day, basically. Hey, That's how you get to the top, you know? Yeah, man. So, uh, but yeah, now now that it's over, like, we finally got, like, the green light on all the stuff we needed. And today, I just got to, like, stay home and, quote, unquote, work from home. Because oh, uh, I'm not really home. That's awesome. <laughs> not, not really assigned uh, anything today. So yeah, I got to I got to just breathe a sigh of relief. I'm on the other end now. Just chill out. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. I mean, we're recording at a regular hour, this, which is rare, <laughs> which is for great. witty banter. I feel like in the last five weeks, so yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's really um, exciting. Yeah, <laughs> I have energy. I'm not like worthless right now. <laughs> I'm gonna miss that very you know just <laughs> sloppy <Tired>. de- <laughs> deliriousness that you yeah. brought to the show. <laughs> On the last few episodes, it's you know that might be missing a little Sometimes bit. Sometimes the delirious nice the hilarity can really make you know, really make or break a show. I guess a show, so. right? Uh, well, you know, another day, another dollar, or at least just another day. In yeah. my case, for the most part, for not sure, as many I dollars. Yeah. But one thing's for sure: this is witty banter. Never mind. We should. We could have kept that going for a long We could have gone for like three minutes. We could have gone for a long time. How crazy would that be for the change up in the show? We just keep beeping. That's just, yeah, you and me to start doing that. We leave Chase out of it. And he's just like, what the fuck is this? Only the true fans fans can make it through a three minute beep set. Yeah, well, we're going to do witty banter, but we just kept beeping and we just got this rhythm, you know? It was sick. Oh, man. Um, what do we bring to the table? I was going to say man. for for news today, it was pretty light this week, but there's a few things that I kind of wanted to bring up. All right, let's do it. Um, for one, Oculus Rift. I think you're familiar with it, are you at all? Here and there, you heard know. about it. Yeah, just uh, a little VR, nugget. One of the, it was the first VR system that I had ever heard of. Yeah, because it's we heard, it's one of the first things we ever speculated about on this show. Yeah, it was like the first five episodes were like 3D virtual reality. Yeah. Let's go! <laughs> oh my god, my head! <laughs> uh, but they just released a statement saying that they are slashing the prices on their virtual reality units because the gateway or the point of entry for getting into virtual reality was a little too high. Yeah. So they brought down the prices from the Oculus from being five hundred ninety nine dollars to four hundred and ninety nine dollars, a hundred dollars mm-hmm. off. And they've also uh, slashed in half the price of the controllers from $199 to $99. Okay. Yes. So when they, like, so they made the price cuts and they didn't want anybody to be like, there's nothing wrong. We just want this to be, like, you know, more into people's hands. But the first thing that I thought and was, okay, how good is the Oculus doing? Right. And I started looking at how the other VR systems are selling a mm-hmm. little bit. And um, out of the three, okay, you got Oculus. Yep. You got PlayStation's VR. Right. You got... Which is what the... Uh, what is the name of that freaking thing? It's PlayStation VR. Oh, is that what it's called? Because there's also the HTC Vive. 
Okay. So you might be thinking of the vibe. Okay. I thought it was like three. Morpheus or something. Or that was the old name of the PlayStation one. I thought right? that was the old name of the Oculus. No, man. Oculus has always been the Rift. Are you sure? Yeah. yeah. What the fuck I thought was it was like Morpheus. Project Morpheus. I yeah. Thought, what the fuck was Morpheus? I thought that was what's, Holy what PlayStation shit. one what was. But was I don't that? know. It I doesn't know. It doesn't matter. We're getting well, sidetracked. Fact is, I looked up some of the sales and I was kind of like shocked because uh, PlayStation VR brought up that they had sold over 900,000 units. And I was like, wow. dang, that's pretty good. Man. Yeah. Because honestly, like, think about how expensive these things are. Like, you've got 900,000 people to fucking buy that. That's something that when you think about now, it's kind of like this novelty machine. Mm-hmm. And then I looked at um, the HTC Vive, and it was half of that. It was like about 500,000. Okay. Right? And then I looked at Oculus, and it was like 250,000. Yeah. I mean, it kind of makes sense, though. Why? I mean, I guess my general take would be that I kind of compare it, I guess, to like the way that the iPhone is. And how that compares to like the Samsung uh, market share, right? Because yeah. you have you have iPhone, who is clearly like a leader, right? Yeah, they have they have the they have the uh, a lot of the market feel. They got their their pulse on people's or their finger on people's whatever. Pulses. Sorry, I, I'm, I'm really messing up this analogy. Things. Basically, there's not nearly the market share of the iPhone, but it's still so pervasive in everyone's mind right everyone's still buying it but it's not selling nearly the way that any of samsung's products are and so I individually think, oh, like iphone versus galaxy are the galaxies selling more than iphones oh yeah dude really? samsung has the huge market i knew share. like android altogether but there's like a trillion android phones so right. that's like not fair because you got yeah, one iphone but still i mean i, I maybe as like a it, like a, a product line maybe maybe the iphone mm. is the winner but a, as far as just market share yeah. in the phone space it's it's not a majority or even anywhere close to a majority, yeah. which is kind of how it feels, right? Because you look around and almost everyone you see has an iPhone, yeah. And it, and you know because you have other substitutes that are becoming more and more more and more pervasive as well. Muddles it up a little bit. Yeah, you, you might see more people with the yeah. the Note or the or the Galaxy, and so yeah, I guess that would be how I would say it. Like I think the I think the iPhone is a lot more expensive, so naturally there's just a bigger barrier to entry to having yeah. that kind of market that share, kind of right? And so I guess maybe with uh, it's, it's a similar deal with Oculus where if it's what six hundred dollars was yeah yeah was it was six hundred dollars cool five hundred dollars cool five easy so Throwing but but what bucks. was wasn't PlayStation's entry point like two two yeah. or three hundred or something yeah almost like half? PlayStation's was nothing but that's the thing though because the Vive is more expensive the the, the HTC Vive, the HTC Vive is it, like but that's like the premium VR you know what I mean really which is what's happening here to me is that. I think you have three systems, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have PlayStation. That's your budget system. That's like you have a PlayStation already. Right. So you, all you got to do is buy the VR. Yep. And you're in, mm-hmm. you know? And the VR is pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. And the games might not be like, I mean, it's still immersive, but it's not like throwing you into the world. You're putting goggles on to take like the first person view of the person you're playing as, right? right? It's still with a controller. You know, there's still some things that aren't necessarily like it's an VR. easy sell to your mom in that kind of sense. Yeah, right. Like, you know, you're like, funny. Mom, play this horror game. You know, this is the future. Yeah, right. So much cheaper than everything else. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then you have <laughs> the Vive, which I think is what people saw, and as people were kind of like testing out all the you know uh, VRs when they were first coming out before they launched, you know, everybody was pretty much unanimously coming back and being like, Vive is the the ultimate experience. That's like the one. So it's like the highest quality. Yeah, and when they came out with their price, I think the Vive dropped theirs first, and they were just like, fuck it. Because you remember, all the VRs were like waiting 
before they dropped any prices. No one knew. It was like, complete speculation. Nobody had so no idea what, what they were going to be. It should be valued at. And Vive dropped theirs as like 800 bucks or something. And they were just like, you know what? Fuck it. Ours is 800 bucks. Ours is the best system. Yeah. You want to come to us if you want to be like a pre... It's like literally like trying to like coax you into it and be like, well, I mean, if you can't fucking handle our system, then don't buy it. Yeah. I mean, and that's and that's a, a natural thing. If you that, don't want a pure experience, <laughs> then go, yeah, you know, play with your toys, whatever. Because it's hard for people Calls who are men. investing in stuff like this, something that one that they don't know a whole lot about. There's not a whole lot of his history or experience yeah. in this market. And so when people are thinking about buying it, people are attaching price to value, right? Yeah. And so when you come in, you're like, I don't even care. I'm just going to make it the highest price because we think it's the highest value. Yeah. A lot of people are sold that way. You Plus, know? And now you got people who are like, okay, I want a VR. Okay. First off, just being a person who's like, I'm going to invest in a VR. Yeah. You got to probably have a little bit of... Uh, expendable dough. Expendable income, whatever yeah. you call that, right? So if you're kind of going up and you're saying like, okay, this is the, what was it, $600 before for the Oculus. And mm-hmm. then we've got the premium. Right. For just another 200 bucks. And I'm going to, this is the thing that's going to shape my future. Right. I might just go like, I'm going to get like the best I can get. So you yeah. end up getting like the super experience, you get the budget experience, and then you have the Oculus is kind of, I think, stuck in this middle ground. Yeah, it's waging on. That's it's, like, who's that for? Yeah, you straddling know what I mean? the fence. Exactly. And I think the one thing, the one pull that they have is that they're owned by Facebook. Yeah. So you can be like, oh, and I feel that's like, cool. I feel like even though Sony and the Vibe are, you know, placing themselves strategic or competitively mm-hmm. in these in these more polar positions. I feel like I hear more about the Oculus Rift. I don't know if that's just really? us. I feel like I don't really hear much about um, what's coming out or or, or um, I don't I don't know if that's just complete skewed. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I mean it could be, but I feel like I always hear about the Rift. I don't feel like I ever hear about the Rift anymore. <laughs> so that's so weird. I feel like <laughs> when I was when I, when I read this article I was like, "Oh yeah." That's a VR system. I really was. I was like, I forgot about that. And then I kind of read up some more. And it, I've even noticed that, like, you know, there's definitely games for the Oculus Rift, you know. But mm-hmm. there aren't that many AAA titles or, like, well-known names. Because, one, Sony's got a lot of them because it's Sony. Sony owns a lot of these right. fucking titles. And then uh, Five is just, you know, the premium system. It's got premium games, blah, blah, blah. But I've noticed that the Oculus Rift, it's like the games don't seem as heavy on that one. It doesn't seem to seem to be, like, the, the like, focus of what they're doing too, as well. I read another doing article. The immersive experience. As, yeah, it's as, not just games, you know. Yeah. And they're doing all this other stuff. Like there was one where um, Mark Zuckerberg said he's going to come out and they're going to start focusing more on like the augmented reality of, of right, and like seeing, of seeing seeing actual, things in your world, right, as opposed to being in a virtual world. So right. I think this is some sort of long con, you know. <laughs> I really do. Like effort, you know what I mean? Like I don't really know what to think about it. I think it's probably not. I mean, it's obviously not selling gangbusters. Right. But nobody seems to be that worried about it over at Facebook, or at least they're not like showing it. Yeah. But I think right now they're just trying to focus on like getting it into people's hands and then they're gonna do something that's like a little bit more like lifestyle changing instead of like how we play games. Right. Because, yeah, know. I mean if I was gonna give my like honest uh how I would uh, analyze a purchase if I decided to make a VR purchase, yeah. I would probably go with Sony's because I'm a well, big, I'm now a big believer in the PS4, right? I have the yeah. PS4. I like, uh, like Sony's products in general. The PS2 was life changing for me. Oh my God. One of the best systems of you know, all time. Yeah. And, I, and I've already got the PS4 and I'm already on their network and all that stuff. And so you're the already fact, invested. Yeah. Yeah. I'm already invested. It's and an I easy be- transition. I believe in the product. And so the fact that it's the easiest price point for me to get into, yeah. 
And I probably already have like a whole gaggle of games and whatever else I can leverage from Sony's network. It just it makes it obvious. Like I, if, if if you were to ask me to speculate what is going into the Vive experience, like I would, I, I literally have no idea. I don't know what they're using as far as content. Do you know? What do you mean? What is like, the content that is going to be played and used on the Vive? Is that stuff? Vive is like Supreme Games. Mostly, it's a but it's a developed game by who or like where is that being coming from? Like what developing development companies? Yeah, are they are they making stuff particularly for VR it's still and Vive like, is just kind of yeah. People are making like these yeah the game industry these development companies are making them for VR and like there's you know a few doing what now but the mm-hmm. same people that are making games for your PlayStation Four regularly are making games for Vive too. I mean not exactly right. but you mean like just other outside companies mm-hmm. for the most part. I mean unless there's a small you know, group within the company itself putting out games. It's mostly people pitching it, but interesting. I mean, yeah, I it really, it, was, it really makes me start to you, doubt the rift now. So you were like all on board with the rift. Before? I honestly I mean, thought that the rift was going to rift through and, and name, be the disruptor. Yeah. Right. Of course. <laughs> and it, it, uh, I guess so far it just hasn't. Well, do you care about VR at all? Are you going to get a VR? I think it would it, you buy a rift? I think it's something that has to pop more up on my uh, on my news feed and more on recommendations from okay. other people. Oh that's what it takes. Like okay, so what like all right, I just walked in. I'm Johnny gaming industry. Johnny poopoo pants. Yeah, right. <laughs> I own the biggest poopy pants <laughs> gaming industry of all time. Okay. Okay. And I'm making a game and I just like, dude, you're my only you're the only person I want to buy it. What game do you want me to fucking make for you on the VR? On so the that VR you play VR every day of your fucking life what is it gonna take it's what immersive so experience do you want i i don't know i mean Dude, it's really, me neither <laughs> it's, really, it's really tough to tell because you don't know if you want it to be uh. something that's like so complex right that like that it's so immersive and so complex that, that you like you're literally in a new <laughs> world right you <laughs> no, have to like, figure out these new constructs and shit or I'm, if it's like you know you want to maybe start out with something that's more easy pleasing, you know, it's not something that's like going to be a simple this, game that yeah, you just feel like you're right? in like this, like the Nidhogg of, of fucking horrifying. That would be terrible. Yeah. It would be actually terrible. Get eaten, getting, getting eaten by the Nidhogg at the end of the round. Yeah. Be, how yeah. crazy would that what be? What an immersive experience. <laughs> um, but, but you know what I mean? Like it, it's not something that is going to take, you know, three or four hours per experience in order for you to enjoy it. Yeah. Right. Whereas like if you go into like, uh, a VR Skyrim or, or The Witcher. Who knows know? when you're coming back? Yeah, I mean, you're just seriously. Like, <laughs> like, really, dude? Like, I'm quitting my job. Like, <laughs> I'm not going back. I mean, I'm not even joking around. <laughs> uh, I, I guess, you know, with games like that, because I've just dabbled into games like that with The Witcher, right? Yeah. That's probably the biggest, like, just full world game that I got into. Think about how immersed you already were. Right. And it was hard for me to put it down after like four hours, you yeah. know? Because it would be like, oh, I just want to go to the next one. I just want to yeah. go to the next one or whatever. And so having that in VR setting, I can't even imagine. I just I just keep imagining like myself and like people are around me laughing at me. I don't know it because I'm in like a chair in my underwear and I got the goggles on and I'm like flailing my arms about. And I'm just not sure if I trust society enough to play VR or yeah. trust my close friends enough I or my it, family enough. It, it, it's going to be interesting because it's like you wonder you wonder how quickly it'll it'll take you know like if it's something where people will just start playing vr and if if it's something that we take on too quickly you know maybe we're not like ready to be basically displaced from reality in that sense ready is in like a society or ready is in like 
the as technology in like humans. is not right. Yeah, as in <laughs> yeah, like, like mentally capable. Yeah, as in like yeah, our psyche a, and all yeah. of that kind of shit. Because like, because even because when we're playing uh, games right now, and and there's still like a medium that's being traversed right you're, you're still in your reality even it's still paused back to life back yeah in somebody says something you can acknowledge them and then go back but it's yeah. like when you're in when you're in vr you're you're basically shutting out all distractions anything yeah. and i and when you come out of that it's got to be like you were in a super long dream you know that you came out of and then you're like whoa so so yeah it'll be interesting a, to see uh, like how that how that takes off and if it's very, like too yeah. much or if we will like Take it slow, but if, it, if history is any sort of indicator, we'll probably just do way too much of it at first. Oh yeah, of course. You know, We're going all in. You know, that's how we do it with cell phones. All we do is just sit around and look at our cell phones and relentlessly. I, yeah, and then it's like, hey, let's go hang out, and we all just get in our own VRs. <laughs> Yeah, and then we just meet up in The Witcher. Yeah, that'd be sick. And high actually. five, and that then sounds ride dope. our horses yeah. off. But in the well, yeah, we're still not hanging out in The Witcher. <laughs> yeah. We're still doing our own games. Yeah, that's the society. That actually sounds pretty good. I'm not, you know. Not You're not going to shake a stick at that. Yeah, that's, that's all right. I'm ready for that. Well, that's I mean, cool, man. Yeah. That was interesting. I, I honestly hadn't whole, heard a whole lot about the Vive or uh, or PlayStation recently, yeah. so it's good to, to brush up on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I would bring it to a, kind of a, a segue from our last episode, right? Which was the anime? Which was the anime-sode, right? Okay. We talked anime about sode. anime and animation and storytelling in the form of the animation. animation. And uh, so I'm going to bring it to this uh, story that I sent you guys this week. And yeah. uh, it's about Samurai Jack. The fifth season. Yeah, making it's a comeback. Yeah, man. Apparently it, it, uh, it got kind of curtailed in 2004. Yeah. And I guess it's that old. That's when the last 2004, season? man. I think that's like Seriously? 13, years, 13 ago. years ago is when it stopped. Yeah, it was a part of our childhood, dude. Holy shit. Really? Yeah. Another way to make us feel older than we Yeah, that sucks. I don't probably know why you bring this up. That sucks. I'm sorry. That's all right. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I, I just saw this article and like the title of it made me really intrigued. Samurai Jack returns deeper, darker, and more violent than ever before, right? Yeah. And so that just got me intrigued. And you know, I don't want to go too much into... It's actually a pretty long article about, about this new season, right? Yeah, I mean, what's like the general tone of the article? Is saying that? The general tone is, I guess, uh, brushing up on the fact that it was cut short and that it actually had a pretty successful uh, span as it was on. It was like won some Emmy Awards and stuff. Yeah, so was Samurai Jack not like popular viewership-wise? Um, because it got cut short. No, right? it, was, it was there wasn't an ending. To it, it was like a prime time Cartoon Network show for at least like two or three years. Right, and, and, that's, and it, it says off? that in the in the article. I think they just cut it off. Um, but it says <laughs> it says uh, one of the things that I just like saw mentioned in here that I was like, that's crazy. Um, they say more than twelve years later, after the September two thousand and four episode that cut his narrative short, he's not the man we once knew. Heavily bearded and heavily armored. Jack has come to rely on the machinery and weapons he once fought against. He rides a motorcycle, carries a pistol, and wields a metal staff pulsing with electricity. And so that just throws me for a fucking okay. loop. I'm like, okay, so it's not he's not even a samurai anymore. He's like He's just Jack now. Biker future Jack. He's future Jack. Yeah. And nice to meet you, future Jack. They talk a lot about uh, I guess like the either the creator or the writer, uh Tarta Tartakovsky. 
and he was the one that did the uh, the Clone Wars. I don't know if you ever watched. Yeah, any I watched of the Clone a little Wars bit stuff. of it. It's actually pretty good. It is, yeah, because yeah. because what they talk about in the article is about how he's like this master visual storyteller, and how maybe not even the plot being the driver, but more so of like the cinematography, the camera work, the visual aesthetic. Yeah. Uh, that's being used and so so that's awesome you know that he is 13 years later he's coming back and yeah. he can just apply this this guy who's you know a part of our childhood but it's going to be like more intense and i think like you well, they say that his psyche is way different he's more yeah. somber and shit so that's just intriguing to me you know well it's it's going to be aimed at us it's not i guess so it's right? aimed at like who watched it before it's aimed at people who watched it 13 years ago as opposed to like let's show people now what samurai jack was all about yeah which i think is a bold move mm-hmm. um samurai jack had a really strong following yeah i know people that loved that it was show. impactful and for what it's worth i think that that show was really cool i liked it a lot when i was a kid um there was definitely some unique like it brought me i think as a bridge episode into from like, you know, just standard cartoons mm-hmm. into like cartoons that dealt with different emotions that weren't just, you know, that comedy. Had substance, yeah. Yeah, this sort of substantial and not just things like, you know, being sad or mm-hmm. anything like that, but just, you know, dark, like conflicting ideas and like the ideas of right and wrong and all these other different things that kind of immerse you in a very soft way. Right. But while doing very cool things with I think that, you know, it's very right. I remember there being very awesome cinematography. In yeah. Samurai Jack, which I think when anybody kind of conquers that in any sort of animated platform, that's already just like, Sick. that's crazy. Like, yeah. you you know what I mean? Thinking about it in that sort of space is mm-hmm. already difficult enough. Um, but yeah, I mean, that being said, I wasn't always in love with the show when I was a kid. I I liked it, but I, you know, it wasn't like that thing right. I had wasn't to go like home we and thrown, watch. Yeah, overboard you know about I mean? it. Like, and I yeah. think the reason why is because that show came out, well, was in 2000, 2004, roughly, probably. I think it started around like 2000, and 2000, 2001 or so. Yeah, right. And that's probably almost exactly the same time that I was immersing myself in like anime or something right, like yeah, that, yeah. right? And I think what ended up happening is I remember critiquing Samurai Jack a lot for like everything was a robot and like mm-hmm. it was violent, but it wasn't like ever, ever bloody or ever, ever anything like that. And right. as a kid, I kind of noticed poppy that. a little bit. Exactly. Well, you, you know, you just, you knew it was softer. Right. And I shouldn't take away from it because it, the action was still fucking awesome. And right. the, the scenes that it set up were awesome. The mm-hmm. fucking atmosphere was super dope. And they had a lot of flexibility given what the <laughs> absurd storyline was. Yeah. You know, well, that's really cool. But I just remember thinking like, wow, it's just missing that impactful impact punch, you know, because I'm yeah. watching late night on Adult Swim. I'm watching Cowboy Bebop and I'm yeah. watching all these other violent and, you know, like awesome shows that deal with the same sort of emotions and things. Mm. But I think with the show coming back, maybe that might be because I know that they've just like kind of thrown that out and they're going for like not necessarily like a mature rating, but a mature audience. So well, they did push the it up thing. the rating because it was TVY7 before and now it's TV14. And so that'll give them a little more leverage little to be able to uh, to kind of throw in some darker subject matter, I, which is kind of a hallmark of what it was doing before, yeah. you know, which is interesting. Yeah. I, I think maybe with me when I was younger, when I watched it, um, you know, I guess I was so focused on the way that it was telling a story in it. What it just seemed kind of poppy, you know, and um, I don't know how to how else to put it. It's like like everything was kind of just uh, 
really quick and all like really clear lines, you know, and like there's not a whole very, lot of shading or it was super. Yeah. Like one just Americanly animated, but yeah. with like the sort of, you know, maybe other country based tones. <laughs> right. You know, but, uh, cause it's not a standard like American action cartoon, but you're right. Those like, it was a very simplistic show geometrically, if that yeah. makes sense. Like you can almost kind of always see, the shapes in people and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But at the same time, it still had like complex design, mm-hmm. but you're right. Like those clear lines and stuff ended up kind of taking you out. If you had more of a taste for other. Right. You know, and I think that contrast art. made it hard for me to even grasp or acknowledge maybe the deeper, more substantial parts of, of the storyline. Yeah, takes you out of it. You but know, I think now bit. knowing that and having it come back and then knowing that it's probably going to be even like more, have more feels than yeah. before. I'm, it's exciting to me because like even some of the stuff where they're talking about apparently like the overlord evil guy is Aku. Aku. And uh and they Rest just talk about how like there's just this this ever present angst how Samurai Jack apparently he did like time traveling and shit in the show, which I didn't know. He is a samurai from the feudal ages. Yeah. So he's, yeah, he's he's in the future now. Yeah, and he has all this like uh depression about like s- about his past and stuff that he wasn't able to to do like regarding his family or some yeah. something. So I don't know. I guess I'm excited about it. I I, I think it'll be something that I actually. It, it appears apparently on March 11th. Cool. So coming up in a couple of weeks. I would not mind uh, following up on this a little bit. Yeah. Let's let's give it maybe a little review ski. Once yeah, we see a couple of the episodes. Some, yeah. See where we go from there. That's that's cool, man. Cool. Samurai Jack was cool. That was a cool show. So yeah. I think that we'll be able to appreciate it now more than we did. Some of those things I that might have I blocked will. you. You know, like, you're, you know, exactly. Yeah. I'm the same way, dude. Like, I was so, I was very shallow as a child because I was so <laughs> thirsty for violence and blood know, that man. I hadn't Cause, seen. Because, I, I mean, that's another reason why I thought this was more of a, a thing for you. Because I know, like, whenever we talked about our favorite um, animated shows growing up, which that episode is lost in time. That's it was never. That's now, that's now that's the conversation. We yeah. didn't talk about it on the show. We just had a sick conversation. But Max's favorite one was Courage the Cowardly Dog. And yes, the reason true. why you brought it up is because it was like surprisingly dark, right? Oh, yeah. And so that was like really was like the thing that you loved about it most. It was fantastic. And it also blended that with like crazy funny humor, right? Yeah. And so I think that Samurai Jack has some funny moments too, and this is dark. And it'll so, provide yeah. commentary on a dark situation too, which is the best kind of humor. So, right. Yeah. So yeah. Well, man, I hope to see more of that. Well, you got anything else, man? You cool? I have. I have one more thing. One more thing before what? One more thing. One more thing. Well, oh. yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. I've been recently... Uh... <laughs> you can't see his face right now, but he is uh, warming me up a little bit right now. Whatever he's about to say is going to be real weird. And real. Uh, I hope not. Is no. he scooting away from you? A little here? bit. <laughs> um, so I've recently uh, been thinking about investing. You know, uh-huh. I finally... We're adults some... now. I... We are... Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I did my taxes earlier today. Like, Hey, fuck, man. High dude. five for that. Hey, that's man. sick. Adulthood. You got to love it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I finally have some funds to maybe throw at a thing here or there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we always talk about Tesla on this fucking show. Yeah. You know? And so I almost had my finger on the trigger to try and buy something from Tesla, right? Buy a stock. Ooh, okay. There we go. Right now, just just as a, as a, uh, a buffer for the rest of the conversation. Yeah. It, I think like a couple of weeks ago, it was at two hundred and eighty dollars in stock prices. Pretty high, but you know. Right now, it's at two forty nine. Right, it had this big drop off. Really. And so I started reading about. It. I was like, "What is the deal with this?" Right. Yeah. 
apparently Business Insider posted an article like two days ago saying Tesla is the mo- is the riskiest company to invest in, hands down, in the world. And out of every company ever, they they think that it is the riskiest. And risk doesn't necessarily mean like it's all going to go to shit. Yeah. You know, it just means that there's it's super high upside yeah. and super low downside, right? Or super high downside. I don't know. However you want to put it. No, I think that's right. But um, basically, you know, I, and I started reading like what are the things that are contributing to this kind of drop? Um, well, there's this recent, you know, newfound outcoming with uh, Elon Musk where he's like come up with his next world changing idea apparently and uh, it, it's making some investors I guess kind of like what the fuck is this? It's going a little maniacal. It's yeah. going a little uh, like yeah. full jobs you know. Just and I full. think we might have brought it up maybe in another episode but he's all about this new tunneling project where he's like getting yeah. he's getting uh, licenses and permissions to start drilling underground and I think he's starting to do it right now. It's called like the boring project. He has this thing called the boring company and he's basically just going underground on, and he's saying, look, man, we have all this above ground traffic. People just sitting on each other's butts. Put it underground. Just put it underground. And he's talking about going like doing like 30 levels downward into the earth of tunnels and just alleviating traffic by people being able to go up and down in these tunnels, which makes sense. But in it's theory. like, dude, how many fucking of these ideas are you going to try and really unveil? Are, are you yeah. are you like I'm still waiting for that self-driving car. Right. And that, and that's the thing is everyone's like but they're still supposed to just be this car company and like What about that they've car? Only, you like, said was they only cool. sold like 90,000 cars last year apparently, you know, and they're and they're at this like super high stock value, right? That's the other thing is it's like people are saying that it's super overvalued because they keep just getting loss net loss after net loss year after year and it's because so much of their company is about investing in the future right mm-hmm. it's about uh not, not necessarily just going for that easy profit mark and so that's why it's so risky cuz no one knows like no one knows if at the end of the day all the stuff that they're going for or even if a couple of the things that they're yeah. going for like the battery stuff, the the solar powered roofs, cool. You know the uh, SpaceX. No one knows if all that stuff's gonna pay off at the end, but it's super exciting, and it's like all of this stuff is simplistic enough in nature. It's not so convoluted that you're like, you know, there's no way yeah. that could ever happen in English. Yeah, you know, scientist, <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> Mister Scientist. <laughs> um, you know, everyone yeah. can like get behind the ideas, but it's just like. You wonder if he's just spreading himself so thin that there's no way that, like, you almost just want him to finally get to that conclusion where he's really just made it happen for one of those things. And he hasn't yet. And so that's why I was, I thought it was interesting because I was, you know, it was relevant to what I was doing earlier today and thinking about, like, how I would, you know, am I going to invest in this thing? If I invest in it, am I going to hold on to it for a long time? And so I don't really know. Like, I'm not super risky. I'm risk averse. Yes, this is true. And so, but I believe in him so heavily yeah. that I it's really too. a conflicting ideal, you know? Yeah. I think that if you invested in Tesla today, mm-hmm. maybe it might go down next year. Yeah. But that doesn't mean like, oh shit, you fucked up. For good. I right. really do think like an investment now is like an investment for like a decade. 
Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, I, you're I wanna, gonna be I saying goodbye be to one of those entry level him. believers. Yeah. I would love to be one of those people. That guy who just gets to fucking walk by people, puts his middle finger up in their fucking face, and just <laughs> yeah. be like, "Fuck you." I don't mean to say I told you so, but I fucking yeah, told but you so. I'm not gonna so. tell you, but my fucking middle finger is gonna fucking tell you. <laughs> Out of my face. I'm going to the tunnels. Yeah. Meet you at Jerry's. I'll be there in five minutes. Get out I'm of my face. the fucking tunnel. I'm going to the tunnels. You're on the surface with all these other animals. <laughs> uh, I mean, look, like... Only Tesla investors get to go to the yeah. tunnels. <laughs> well, I think that now would be a crazy time to invest because, I mean, the self-driving cars are, what, a year, two years away? Yeah. And, and the thing is, is like... Something's going to happen. The second all those hit the market, something's well, going to fucking happen. Well, right now... They're about to launch the, um, I don't know if it's the M3 or S3, that the, the more affordable version yeah. of the cars they have now, which is like the $35,000 uh, version, which is, it's a good looking car yeah, too. Can I just say, like, I've, like, there's, in Houston, we have the big Tesla company over here, and um, I see Teslas all the time around here. Yeah? Yeah. I really don't, but. I see them, I see like at least once a day. Okay. Like, just one. But every time I see one, I'm like, that's a fucking sick looking car. (laughs) It's like just modest enough. Right now, all their cars are at 100,000 about. Well, that makes sense because they are nice looking cars. Yeah. Yeah. But but the fact that they're planned and scheduled to like come out with full production for this. I think it's like the S3. And that's like their sort of economy car that is going to be at $35,000 entry point. And I think it's like probably the best. Maybe not the best looking one, but it's like, damn, that's awesome for Doesn't what the like price fucking, is. Yeah, yeah, it's not like some crappy car. sedan. Yeah, um, sedans, man. And so that comes out. Um, yeah, and there's all the speculation about when the self driving phenomenon is like gonna finally kick into gear. Mm-hmm. Um, but 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 yeah, it's like the more you can get stuck on that and be like, man, I can't wait until that hits, and then Tesla's gonna finally take off. But it's like by then. He's probably going to have come up with like six other projects. <laughs> He's kind of like, wait, what do, you mean tunnels? what do you mean cars? Four billion. That was like five you know? years ago, dude. <laughs> You're still stuck on self-driving I cars? I don't know. I left it at a fucking warehouse somewhere. I don't know. I got now. Okay. I got birds <laughs> yeah. with jetpacks. They go higher than any other bird. You know? And it, I mean, it's, it's truly crazy, too, because I don't know if you know anything about Nikolai Tesla. I don't. Um, I've watched a couple documentaries about the guy. And I just know that he was robbed. That's like the only idea. He's robbed like, and he was raw. Like he was, <laughs> he was like he's raw and robbed, man. <laughs> Title the new biography of fucking Nicholas Tesla. <laughs> fucking put that down. We are starting that today. Or robbed with a R A W. Yeah, raw. Dude. That's sick. Too, doing as well. it robbed. Yeah, doing it robbed. The Nicholas Tesla. Story. <laughs> but sick. no, the guy was super. The guy was insanely like. He he came out with all these inventions and patents that like you're like no way like it was like the 1930s yeah and yeah like Edison got the credit or whatever and he shouldn't have because his product his product was far inferior but Tesla came up with all these like super world changing shit that a lot of it just didn't get to catch on and um, so that's like why it's interesting that Elon Musk it's almost like he had a foretelling he knew he was going to be coming to the table with all this crazy ideas yeah. that he probably had been sitting on for years and it, and he's just like kind of leveraging modernity and stock markets and all that kind of shit to be able to mm-hmm. fund his projects and make them a reality yeah so i don't know i just i know we always talk about him and i'm sorry to listeners who are sick of hearing about him no dude i'm not sorry <laughs> that's awesome man nobody's like it's just he's making these bold claims that 
I think now we're getting to the point where we have the technology for them to be kind of possible. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. If you said this kind of shit like 15 or 20 years ago, of course people are going to be like, what? How are we even going to get what that? What a dummy. Don't be a dumbass, dude. Everything is fine. But <laughs> I think now, you know, you, you look at like futuristic shows and stuff like that and how they... You know, like just the idea of like flying cars and how mm-hmm. like that alleviates traffic because you're now you're entering this other dimension of getting, you know, there's so much space there, you know, yeah. like, and he's just thinking that way. He's just thinking like, I wish I could go over these people. I wish I could go under these people. Like, why not? Why don't we <laughs> yeah. make that a thing? Like, there's how many of us do we not all want that? Who here is just like, no, dude, traffic needs to stay exactly like we it is. We can't do I don't, a single nothing. thing about traffic. This is just how we are. Are you really going to turn your back on the founding fathers of traffic, dude? Like, why? You know? So I think that his bold, crazy ideas are awesome. Even if some of them fail, man, like, there's bound to be one that hits, and they're so grandiose and crazy that... The one that hits is going to take care of. Yeah, and that's the upside, right? Is like if you have enough world-changing ideas and just one out of ten of them hit, thank you. It'll probably be enough upside to really offset all the losses you were doing trying to develop all this other crap. Yeah, man. So yeah, I mean, I'm definitely still speculative, but I I want to be one of those entry point guys. Like, I want to be one of those dudes in ten years that was like, hey, man, I fucking knew it. Yeah, man, knew it. Everybody's going to be saying like. Gosh, dude, I've always loved Elon. Musk. <laughs> yeah. I always thought he was great. And then you just pull out a check and you're like, really? Because this check says, this was four me. stocks. <laughs> and then I paid $800 for it. <laughs> yeah? And it's like, yeah. That's awesome, dude. I, you know, I'm, I'm excited for the future. You know, excited for the future of Tesla. Excited for the future of the show. You know, nanobots. Excited for, yeah, yeah, fuck. <laughs> when Eli Musk, I need to think Elon about Musk it. comes out with nanobots, yeah. I'm gonna be You're like, like sold. Fuck it. How sold. much stock is left? <laughs> yeah. Can I take all? Can of I that? take it? Oh man, I'm also. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm excited for uh, the future of this beer. So let's take a little break. Okay, let's chill out. Let's right. come back and see where this beer is at. All right. All right. Better, 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 better. If you want to keep up with the show after the microphones have turned off, be sure to follow us on social media by searching Witty Banter Show on Twitter and Instagram and liking us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Witty Banter Podcast. Want to steer the conversation or be a part of the show? Just go on down to wittybantershow.com and leave us a suggestion for a beer or a question for us to answer on the show. And if you like what we're doing and you want to support the cause, head on over to iTunes and leave a review and feel free to share it with your friends. Let's get back to it. Hunter, this beer is really good. Yeah. And um, we started off the show with a similar mindset, and it really hasn't changed. Right, yeah. Yeah. As it's opened up, it has continued to stay true to form. It is still dope. It's still world class. It is. It really is. Um, <laughs> the fa- I, I keep forgetting that it's 10% alcohol. That's insane. Very easy to forget. That is. When you're drinking. <laughs> you, like, if you try this beer, you'd be like, no fucking way. And you, yeah. it almost comes through more in the smell than in the taste, which is kind of crazy. Oh, yeah. It's like when, like when I smell it, even with my shitty sniffer, shitty sniffer, I can I can get the shitty snobs. I can get like uh, you know a lot of the quadrupels you have they are higher alcohol percent, and so you know it, it's similar to that. You know I get that sort of like twinge of the alcohol, but then when yeah. I taste it, it's like mm, this is smooth. It's, deli- it's like it's reinforcing that it's there. So when yeah. you bring it up to your face, you're like, uh-oh, I'm in for a ride. And then you're like, oh, I am in for a ride. This is a cool ride, though. This, <laughs> this is, is like a nice, an Uber. This is a, yeah, this, this is a guy's got ride. five stars. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> That's great. I don't have to do oh, anything man. here. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't really have too much else to add to it at the moment other than just... Yeah, like, it's 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 dark and malty. And uh, I guess with the quadrupel, I was thinking that it would be like more... 
golden almost or, or lighter, but it's, it's like, heavier on malt. And the sweetness is like, I would expect it to be because it's a high alcohol content. They sometimes like hide that behind sweetness. Yes. Because that tends to add to sweetness sometimes. Like it's really not kind of like sweetness. fucking, it's not sweet. Yeah, it's still it's, like a pleasant bitterness. And is that yeah, make sense? It, it has know? a little bit of bitterness. Like the bitterness just is slightly just the perfect amount. Yeah, man. But just the right <laughs> amount, world-class amount. Oh man. Jeez, man. <laughs> uh, we can we can do some more of this getting on our knees at the very end. But, yeah, right. But for everyone that this knows, bottle. this is this is getting up there. So far, it's a good beer. It's yes. nice, you know. But you know, we still got a whole other half of the show to do. We Maybe really we'll survive. Maybe mm-hmm. we're gonna try this at the end and be like, "This is trash." What were we thinking? <laughs> past Max, past. So much Hunter. could happen in the next forty-five minutes yeah, or so. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, speaking of the next forty-five minutes, um, normally as game warden. Mm-hmm. I would bring something in, but you told me that you had something that you kind of wanted to talk about a little bit. Yeah, you know, I, I've been stroking and, and feeling this fuzzy little conversation, Peach. Taste it. Savor it. Suck the pit. Bite it. It's juicy. Feel the hairs. Take a nibble. Peel the skin. Swallow it whole. Let's all have a conversation. Peach. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I really actually just got, thought about it today, right? Mm-hmm. I went to one of my favorite Chinese restaurants. I also ate Chinese food today, so I'm already in the Good same line. stuff. Yes. We're in the same boat. <laughs> and I really love this one that's right next to me because yeah. it's like super authentic. Like, uh, Is it the you one right hear, down the road? It's like Memorial? right here called Ni Hao. Oh, I don't think I've gone farther that way, but I see a lot of cool restaurants on the streets. So. Yeah, and it, it's like you can hear like the Chinese chefs in the back just like <laughs> yelling at each other and stuff. Get that! <laughs> it's awesome. It tastes authentic yeah, due to that, right? Great. Exactly. But, I just would um, laugh hysterically if you just walked back there and it's just like one stereo of just like playing ambiguous noises <laughs> and one dude with like a super technologically advanced system like pulling out plastic bags of Chinese food and just tearing them up. But it's just clatter clatter in the back. Ting, 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 ting. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, and you you pay like ten dollars and you get a whole feast. You yeah, know, that's how amazing, dude, dude. I oh my god, I was just thinking that today. Like, so not to cut you off, sorry. No, you're good. But uh, I got delivery today because okay. I was you right. know just chilling at home, and there's like a you know fifteen dollar mm-hmm. forced amount to deliver, and I'm like, okay, I'll get a few extra appetizers yeah, or something. You know. But I get like a lunch special. And it's like mm-hmm. seven bucks, right? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, so I get like <laughs> another of order of fried rice, and it's like six bucks. I'm like, shit. So I order like you know a couple more things of egg rolls, and all the food gets here, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like this is for like <laughs> a party like a of village. people. One of these plates is insane, but yeah. Anyway, and that plays into kind of my to my my peach, right? Mm-hmm. It's about the idea. For first off, food is very important, right? In the in the in the some say we need it. The, yeah. <laughs> It's cultural, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's defining of a culture. Yeah. It, it's it can be both a a mark of an adventure, and it can also remind you of home, yeah. you know. And so the 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 presentation and the delivery, uh, not actually maybe a, a delivery to your door or whatever, but just somebody providing food to you. It's 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 a part of our everyday lives. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm wondering, knowing that you are a server, yes, and that you've done that for a very long time in your life this should impact you pretty uh pretty heavily you should have a pretty carved out opinion in my opinion which is what is the basis upon which we should and should not tip people 
for the food that we consume. Oh, okay. Because, and the reason why I was bringing up the Chinese thing is because, you know, usually, like, again, that's like my favorite place to yeah, get Chinese food. But when I go, I usually just call it in and I'll go mm. and pick it up and yeah. I bounce, right? Right. And in that instance, I don't tip them for that. Right. Right? I mean, they're yeah. really just making the food, and I'm coming and getting it. And You're buying the food from the store. It's but I, re- I felt really good today, because I went in. I had the time yeah. to just go in, have- eat it, take my time in oh, okay. the restaurant. Oh, yeah, because you were off it, so you yes. were chilling. Yeah, of course. In the restaurant, and I was like, give them a nice 25% tip. <laughs> You, you know, and I was like, was that like four dollars on your bill? Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, it was like a, a yeah. dollar and a half. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and then I started thinking about like, you know, because tip cult tip, there's a tip culture. Oh, right? yeah. And in America, it's like way different than per se, like, or ha- would you say, like, uh, Europe. we don't have the common mentality. We, yeah, ours, it, is, ours different. is different. Ours Cause, is different because when I'm in Europe, right, or when I went to Europe, it was like, no one is is given a tip just right off the bat. No one is automatically assigned a tip value. You don't get like a twenty percent tip, and then depending on if you do bad, it chips away at or it, down. or if you do better, it goes up. On it's it, like you, you know? have to do pretty immaculate service, and you have to be really working to get a tip. Yeah, but it's kind of like factored into the the value of the meal that you're consuming. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I don't know how they distribute it, yeah. but it's like kind of like I guess normally when you're paying for a meal in Europe it's kind of already factored in the tip, right? Yeah. And so I guess everything's a little bit more valuable on the front end, but then in the but then if you tip somebody above that, it's like, hey man, you really did a great job. You deserve yeah. this. Thank you so much. Like you Whereas in fixed America, all my problems. Even if somebody is a shithead to you, you you're still, still kind of feel like, bad Ugh. if you give them I'll give no them, I'll tip. throw them the fifteen percent. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right? And you're like, whoa. So I, I wanna hear your opinion on like what what is deserving yeah. of a tip? Where, where is the line that we draw when something doesn't need to be tipped for? Yeah. Because there's a lot of instances where I feel like I don't know. I don't know if I should tip for this or not. Yeah. Oh, I'll I mean, bring up a couple of those situations. I, yeah, I was going to say, you, you say you have some? I have a couple that I'm like, I don't know if I should tip or not. Dude. <laughs> so I'm a server, right? Yes. So I just want to say there's a blanket of karma that goes over me. Yes. So I just want to say right off the bat, I tip everywhere I go. Right. Not because I think it's right, but hmm. because I think like I'm always going to put tips out because I want to cut. You want to reinforce. In. I want to reinforce that the idea of tipping. In, like, in I'm going to tip that guy. That dude's going to be like, oh, he tipped me here. I should start just like tipping everywhere I go. Yeah. And that's going to slowly trickle <laughs> into people being like, oh, I'm going to tip accurately here. And yeah. then everywhere we go, everybody will get paid fairly and tipped well, right? Oh, yeah. That's my common mentality. But that being said, while I do always pick up food, or get delivered service, I get a delivery to my house, mm-hmm. um, or, you know, it's anywhere. I always throw something. And it does depend on what it is. I don't So you don't even tip when you're just picking up food? Even when I'm picking up food. Okay. Again, again, I'm not saying it's right. You telling me that you don't doesn't make me think, like, really, dude, that dick. guy's trying to fucking okay. work. No. The dude you're probably tipping makes, like, a wage. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't make a wage. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, that's Tips true, are my yeah. money. You know what I mean? Like, you're throwing, that's extra. That feels very extra. Right. Um. But I will say, like, like, are there any other scenarios that you'd think that I would even, that would call for, that you'd think you don't know whether you should tip or not? Mm-hmm. Like what? I guess, like, um, you know, when I think about what goes into the idea behind a tip, it's the service, I guess, that yeah. is being provided to me, which is beyond just the fact that food is being put on my, in front of my face, yeah. right? 
You came here for that. Yeah, it, it should be applied. It's like to if I go to the a restaurant, price of the meal. Yeah, if I go to a restaurant, the food is the food, mm-hmm. right? And the fact that the fact that somebody puts food in front of my face um, may not necessarily, in and of itself, deserve a tip. Yeah. So, like a, a situation like that that I I thought about uh, briefly was like a uh, like what is it, Genghis Grill, right? You go in, all the food's already out there. You put you your food in what the bowl. What a scam. You put your food in the bowl, <laughs> right? You know yeah. exactly everything you want. You put your own sauce there. You give it to them, and they, they put it on a thing, and they mix it around. It around. And then somebody And then somebody Drops just it off. takes it to Most your Most of the time, not thing. even your server. Yeah. You don't, like, and I don't even know if... I guess, I guess they do have servers that like bring you drinks and stuff. You get... Yeah. And given that Genghis Grill isn't necessarily like, hey, man, let's go meet up for drinks at Genghis Grill, mm. it usually tends to be... Right. Cokes and right. waters and teas, you know, yeah. like the thing to go with your food. You yes. Know? And, not... and that makes me even think about like other experiences <laughs> that are relevant to our, our past, like Culver's, right? Yeah. You go and order something at Culver's, it still takes like, you know, 10 minutes or so to get your food. They bring you your food. But then after that, like you take care of yourself. Oh, you yeah. get your own drinks. You need. You have ketchup you refill around, but you know they still I mean? kind of like napkins. come around and like, do you need anything? Just for extra, and then that's the extra. That's like, wow, that guy from Whataburger came over and said I was mm-hmm. asked if everything was cool. But I'm then like, I almost feel like they're just doing that because they're expecting me to tip them, and it's like I don't really need at a you place here. like Culver's and stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's you can't expect that. That's because like I'm not gonna tip at Culver's. I'm, I'm sorry. not gonna tip at Culver's either. You know, and I, feel <laughs> I wanted bad. a budget meal. Yeah, and I'm eating a budget meal because I wanted to do everything myself. But but I I don't know I don't know what really the cutoff is. Um, and there are some instances where like, for me the tip is more about the general like, I subscribe to your effort. Yeah. Right. Whether it be the service that's being provided or if it's the food. Mm-hmm. I mean, like when I went to the place today, it's not like it was like immaculate customer service or anything, no. but I love that place. So yeah. I, I I really wanted to tip. You're them. showing your affection through money. Yeah. Yeah. A little more. Yes, of course, <laughs> right? A percentage more. Yeah. Um and so yeah, I guess I just uh I think it's interesting because you know, it does make things a little easier in Europe mm-hmm. when everything's sort of like the only time that you really have to think about tipping above what you paid for is when you notably note that somebody is like going above and beyond just to please yeah. you. And so it makes it a little more gray area here where it's like even people that are horrible at service, like kind of you're expected to still like, you can't just give, give zero. You can't just like, even like you're a worse person for giving zero than the shitty Pers- person for giving for not, horrible yeah, exactly. service. Absolutely. Right? You're just stooping to a lower level. Yeah. Which is yeah. weird. You know? I look, there is a concept that I feed off of to survive financially. Okay. And that's the idea that, like you've said before, earlier, you tip 25% mm-hmm. of what? Of, of, of the value bed. of the meal. So that suggests already that the value of the meal, the price of the meal mm-hmm. says something about how hard it was for that server to wait on you. And mm-hmm. honestly, that's fucking bizarre that's biz- yeah it's, that it's true that there is a kind of a chasm in that logic is crazy there. to me and mm-hmm. that, again have to reinforce okay that i tip everywhere i go yeah i fucking work at a high-end restaurant that mm-hmm. has very expensive food and i expect to be tipped yes accordingly you should right because i do a pretty good job there and the food's expensive as fuck yeah that being said i understand the idea that like okay at my job 
We have bottles of wine that are seventy dollars. We mm-hmm. have bottles of wine that are five hundred dollars. Right. What is there a difference in me opening that bottle at your table? No. Asking you to try it. <laughs> but you do expect a bigger tip though, don't but you? But if I have a five hundred dollar tab because of that fucking wine, I want twenty percent of that five hundred dollar wine. Right? And that but comes to just like you just naturally want to be paid yeah, more, right? Of but, course, dude. But but yeah. It, it is interesting. That's bizarre. That's yeah. stupid. That's so dumb. In fact, if anything, it works the opposite. Because it was like I easier. Because that guy was coming in like, I'm going to yeah, pay $500 dude, right? a bottle of wine. And if anything, like other shifts, because we also have a brunch, and naturally brunch food is cheaper. Mm-hmm. It's labor intensive. Yeah. Because I'm... Like, you know, people are coming in and be like, hey, what's up? I need like a water, a coffee and orange juice and this. And so the other four people at this table and I'm like, OK, six trays later, let me get back to your table. And you have a hundred and ten dollar tap total. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck you. You know, when that I'm was getting- something that dawned on me listening to you and Chase about how shitty. Oh, my God. Working brunches. And I think of that and I'm like, oh, shit, this is where it fucking fucks you because that's like <laughs> this is not translate to my work at all. But then again. Neither do the other nights, just in the other perspective. Yeah, you just get you know a better, I mean? you just get a payoff. When I walk out, like very rarely, and it happens sometimes. Sometimes I work my fucking ass off mm-hmm. and I like perfectly roll my tables and I am waiting on them all perfectly and everybody loves me. I'm cracking the right jokes. I'm not cracking <laughs> jokes at the right tables, you know? Right, like I'm yeah. hitting the tables You're that are like, hey, easy. I just want you to be on my server and I'm like, what's up? I understand yep. and I hit them. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting bankroll on each one and I'm like, damn, I hustled. I made money tonight. Yep. There's sometimes when I'm talking to people, I'm like, yo, dude, table 27 just bought like two bottles of fucking. Opus or something. <laughs> the bill was like two thousand dollars, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I also had two other tables. But I'm walking out of here with like five bills. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's just like fuck. Like that's not fair. Like you know what I mean? That's not fair at all. That's yeah. ridiculous. It's, why, it's the name of the game, I guess, in, yeah. the, in the industry. And why, honestly, Europe has it right? Or yeah, say Europe, but most other countries, most other countries mm-hmm. have it right for the most part. That's how it should be. You think? Because, like. It sucks because I can't mooch off of that. Like I'm a server here because I go to school mm-hmm. and I can work five hour shifts and not maybe not even work five shifts. Not sometimes not even four shifts a week. Right. And still financially support myself. Yeah. You know, and going through school. Yeah. That's a rare thing, and I I'm so grateful that that is an option for me yeah. as an American. <laughs> but <laughs> you're, you're, like, you're at the end of the day, in Europe they're saying, "Hey, I'm going here, and you're cooking food for me." And you have a staff that's serving me. You need to pay your staff accordingly mm-hmm. so that they will do a good job for me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like, that's the idea, right? Yeah. Anywhere that you go that you know that people are shittily paid, you know, you don't really expect much of them. Yeah. I don't walk into a Walmart and then like scoff at the idea of somebody like <laughs> back talking me at a cash register <laughs> yeah. or, you know, ignoring me when I ask for help. I'm just like, well, this is a Walmart, you know, like that's, but that's, know. but that's the, that's the tricky side of it though, too, because then there's so much less incentive to provide good service. When you, when you know that like the likelihood of you getting paid above and beyond what you're just normally paid on any other customer you know, yeah, it, it really, yeah. it really disincentivizes you to go above and beyond for anybody. You and know? I'm not sure what the overall mentality is of Europe to where like, is it literally like, are people not open to tipping unless it's just like, wow. I think that, you the, know, because I, th- I think that the value and the expectation of service is a lot lower and yeah. that like there, there's not as much of a like expectation by customers to be like oh this guy wasn't smiling and cracking jokes like you know yeah it's kind of like that guy's just the guy that brings me my food yeah and 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 if that guy does just play that role 
then it's like what you what you pay for the meal is is going to go to him in whatever yeah. proportion that the that the institution yeah, provides. Exactly. And so if mm-hmm. he does go above and beyond, then it's like, oh, okay, well, like I noted that that guy really made an effort and he was really noteworthy, and so I'm going to mm-hmm. pay a little extra for that. Yeah. And so that and 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 so that that that's a give and take, right? Because either you Go, go above and beyond and try and serve people, but then they're like, well, I don't need to tip you, so I'm not going to. And exactly, so and fucked. I'd be very discouraged. Yeah. And then at that point, probably the rest of my tail would be like, well, yeah. I'm making you know, this set amount of money today. I will get by. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I will get through the day. And that's, it's definitely, that's where it comes from in America, is that it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be an incentive yeah. for me to fucking kill it when I'm talking to people. But it's I'm, also an incentive to, it also kind of encourages shitty service. Because if you get paid... 10 to 15% no matter what, then that person's... In America or in Yeah, in America. I mean, because... it encourages shitty service? I don't know if... I don't think it encourages shitty service, but I think it enables people who don't provide good service. Because they're still getting 15%. Right? I mean, you're right. There is the expectation. You're right in theory because the expectation is there. But at the end of the day, it shouldn't be. At the end of the day, that's what the system is founded on. To where if I don't give a shit and I just walk over to my tables and I just like fart on their food and I fucking <laughs> never refill their, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> then I should be tipped nothing, you know? But that doesn't, but that happen, doesn't happen. That doesn't right, happen. That doesn't happen because there's a certain There's a pressure. level of respect. There's a societal pressure to make sure that you tip something. And I know that feeling because, dude, I've gone to plenty of places and gotten like the worst service of my fucking life and still just and been still like... Paid. Yeah, and that, but that's also coming from a skewed view to where like all I'm thinking is like, okay, karma, that karma, was, karma, yeah, karma, karma, <laughs> karma, or that you know that dude or that lady was busy, yeah, and like I'm Bad not gonna day. knock that, yeah, that right. dude's having a rough one, mm-hmm. he's probably working a double, you know, like I feel you, dude, when he could just probably showed up two hours ago and it's just smoking <laughs> weed in the back or something, you know, and I'm over here like here you go, man, twenty percent, thanks for showing up today, <laughs> and I'm encouraging that dude to be like, oh fuck, dude, that fucking dipshit at table, whatever, like told me to yeah. this, I didn't even go by his table, what an asshole, right? So who knows? But yeah, I'm glad that you know. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, it's it, it's one of those things like in the last one where I brought up where it's like I just don't know how I feel about it all the time. Where that's, why, that's what a peach with like is the, for. The, yeah, with the peach because like in the last one I brought up it was the sneezing, right? And it's like I don't know whether or not to say bless you every time or not say it every time because I, don't, I haven't made a principle about it yet. Yeah, my principle right now with tipping is that yeah, show me yeah exactly. Run me through your guidelines. Right, my principle with tipping is. If I'm coming and getting the food and all you're doing is making the food, I'm going to pay for the value of the food. Right. If you if you haven't done anything other than just give me the food, like mm-hmm. and I'm actually coming and picking it up, I don't know if I I don't know if you deserve a tip for that. In my in the way I'm thinking about it. Okay. But what if you're ordering the food there? What if you're going what if it's counter service? If it's counter service over and it's like you order at Let's say it's not something with a stigma. Like, it's not Culver's or something that you look at as fast food. It's mm-hmm. like, um, fuck, I'm trying to think of a good example. But, like, the next level up, you know, like... Maybe, like, Grimaldi's or something? Well, that has a waiter there. Yeah, that has a waiter. It's true. But, but if it's, like, counter, it's service, counter service, yeah. right, and I'm there, and I'm, like, spending time in the establishment, right, I Are think a lot of it comes... At the register, though? Because huh? you buy your food at the register first. Do you tip there ever? I, I, I think ordered and it's that like, might come off of just experience, right? Because... If I know that I'm going to buy something that's really good and I like, then I'm going to be more more open to tipping. Really? But if it's, you know, I mean, I don't know. Oh. I, and, I, and I hate saying it because now I sound like a frugal dick. 
<laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, you do. He no, does. He totally you're does. A good guy. Um, but yeah, I mean, I yeah. It, again, it's like it, it's a an interesting plane to traverse because I don't. I I sort of feel like I'm most apt and most um, agreeable to the su- idea of tipping when there is like a service arena that's going on. You've been brought to your table. You sit down. They take care of your drinks, they take care of your meal, put it down, put it, take it up, make sure everything's clean, make sure you have a good time. Like yeah. that's stuff that I like paying for. Of that's course. I like so you're tipping. paying for that atmosphere. I like tipping for that, you know? Okay. Um, and so I don't, I guess I don't, I don't even know that many places that I would consider to be counter service, right? Like, yeah. Well, it's like, um, God, what, I'm, I'm thinking of it right now, but I can't fucking think of the gosh darn name. It's like, like Subway? No, not like Subway. <laughs> Like, uh, shit, there is one down on Eldridge, uh, Cafe Express. Okay. Cafe Express. You tip at the register at Cafe Express? I probably would. Yeah, see, here's the thing about this is that, like, I'll tip, but I'll tip, I won't tip, like, you know, 20% of the bill. Yeah. It's just a few extra bucks. And the reason being is because I know that, like, our exchange mm-hmm. was, like, 30 seconds Very to maybe short a lift. <laughs> yeah. And you can knock out, like, if it was packed you can knock out like 60 of those experiences <laughs> yeah. in an hour yeah and if i tip you two dollars mm-hmm. then you just made and everybody else is the exact same mentality as me 12 bucks busy then you yeah, just made immediately yeah, yeah exactly so you'll make a lot of money that way so let me let me ask you this then what about delivery somebody delivers a pizza to your house oh for sure That's, what do you what do is, you tip them that is definitely a service yeah i of course you are paying for convenience yeah, you know absolutely hey i tip the guy when he came over here um I think it depends. You know, like, it, again, if if I order Jimmy John's at 3 in the morning, I'm going to pay that guy more. Is there a Jimmy John's that delivers here at 3 in the morning? In Austin, they do. Oh, it fucking sucks. Houston. Dude, it was God. one of the worst realizations when I came <laughs> to Houston, and they fucking close at 9. And I'm like, dude, are you serious? <laughs> what? I would get hungry until 1130, It's one dude. of the most disappointing things that I found <laughs> out about Houston was I was like, I was like all right, so it's sorry. 2 in the morning. Welcome to realism. I'm ready for my That's Jimmy John's. <laughs> and then it's like, it was closed four You're hours ago. Them, what? Oh, man. And so, yeah, I, 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 you know, if they come and it's fucking storming in the rain and they <laughs> yeah, deliver I mean, to me, I'm going to pay them five bucks scenarios. for that, you know? I'm looking, you're giving them five bucks for a storming rain? Yeah. What do you give them when a, it's not storming? Well, again, it kind of <laughs> come, a lot of it comes off the value of the meal that I'm buying, right? Okay, you got two two topping pizzas around 25 bucks. Two topping pizzas. <laughs> two of them. You had like 25 four bucks, or five guests over. And it's a rainy, shitty day, and he's delivering it to me? Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Tipping him 20%? Giving him that five bucks? I think I would give him five I bucks would give for him that. Five bucks. In the but rain, I don't know if that's if you would consider that lower bucks. high because of what we're talking. I'm about. asking you because I don't know, and I don't tip twenty percent standard. If it was raining and he was looking for my apartment or whatever, <laughs> and it lost, yeah. of course, different situations change, whatever. <laughs> but the most standard thing ever is like I almost look at no matter what he is bringing me, and I always think of like three or four dollars. <laughs> that's what I always really? throw, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. And mm-hmm. I can't tell, and I'm looking at you right now. I can't tell if that's lower. I don't. I don't know. I don't. Five is definitely not common for me. I would say. I think okay. that there have to be extenuating circumstances for me to give somebody a five dollar tip. Ten just minutes for later, you're like, "How did you even cook yeah. it and get here so fast? Thank you. Here's five mm-hmm. bucks now." But I also think about like I'm probably paying for a little bit of that guy's gas, or if he's riding a bike, his by... chemical energy. Maybe that's true. He's getting exercise. Yeah. So, yeah. But but yeah, I mean. I'm glad that we had a nice powwow about it. 
Yeah. Because no, now I, I feel like I understand a little that. bit more. Um, but I, I think it's interesting just how America's tip culture is so much different. So vastly then, like, different. Everywhere. I don't really know much about like Asian tip culture or like Middle Eastern or, or, or South American tip culture. I, I do know a little sense. bit about Europe because I've been there. I guess but. it makes sense. I guess every time I think about it, I think about Europe. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why. I'm probably <laughs> in the same boat. But, but I haven't yeah. heard of anywhere that's similar. So That one was nice and juicy. It was a juicy peach. Thank <laughs> you for uh, bringing that up. Uh, that was really cool. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Um, we don't have Chase here to do the mail. But, but I can step up. I can uh, hang out. I, he gave me Good. the password. I'm excited. In here. So we have a it's few. time for the mail ski. Yeah, it's, uh, so let's go to the Nick's Mail Corner. It's, it's, it's Mail Corner. Okay, okay. So we got a few in here. Uh, we got a couple from Ben Ebig, which is Gotta awesome. One, one's not a question. One's just, you know, following up on the last episode. Big old Ben. Big old Ben. Thank you, Ben, for I don't know if you're big at all, but yeah, I call you that because I like calling you that. Yeah. <laughs> So, and this is interesting that I'm looking at this right now. He's got his own anime six-pack to oh, rival our anime six-pack. love it. Uh, so, here's what he gave me. Mm-hmm. He said, I, love, I would love to hear your guys' version of a video game six-pack, right? Ooh. Okay, but I decided, Ooh. let's wait for Chase for that one. Oh, you, so, let's revisit we, that one. He would be so furious. And we were like, what do you think we should put on there? We're like, Nidhogg, Street Fighter, Street Fighter 4, Witcher 3. Yeah. That's perfect, dude. He would be furious, right? But he did send us his own uh, anime six-pack. So, Ben, we will get back to that question on the next episode. Yeah, it sounds good. Um, but his six-pack is as follows. Okay. First one. Mm-hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh. Never even dealt. Here's the thing. He says, chosen for nostalgia reasons. I had to. Okay. It is cool that the guy just gets to be older and rowdier with the As flip of a switch. Yeah. You know? yeah. He becomes an adult. That's pretty yeah, dope. Pretty cool. As uh, a kid, that's amazing. I'm not going to lie. I watched Yu-Gi-Oh! a lot when I was a kid. You don't have I to played lie. played the card games, and I loved it. You played some? Oh, yeah. I heard the game's pretty fun. Uh, it's simple. It's a simple, fun game. Okay. So if you like I can get magic, it's just like magic, but with... Probably a lot Probably more simple. ten less elements to it, right? But it's a good time. It's a good time. That's that's a that's, uh, those are pros and cons of there. I also just want to <laughs> kind of throw out there that I remember reading something about like it's funny how when you take a uh, localized version of you know maybe like a Japanese cartoon show or something, mm-hmm. and you have to kind of bring it over, and you wonder there's there's a character in Yu-Gi-Oh, his like buddy mm-hmm. whose name is Joey. And he's like Joey from Brooklyn. He's a you know what New I mean? Yorker. Yeah, he's a New Yorker. Joey, I'm over here. I'm playing the cards. You know, I'm the hot of the cards, right? <laughs> it's funny because you look at that character and you're like, so was that character supposed to have a New York accent in Japan? But <laughs> probably they have not. a it's tendency. Played by just, a chick. It's just funny to be. <laughs> it's just funny <laughs> because they'll have all these like you know. There's so many. There's these different subcultures of like Japan and like you know that person was supposed to be like. An Osaka guy. Or the voices Kyoto are guy. just so different. Right. They're not comparable at all. But there's still this, the element of like that guy has an accent is there. You wonder if, so it, they bring if it's hitting America. the same kind of thing. Yeah, it probably is, is Do not. they think of those people in Japan as we think of New Yorkers? And we're like, <laughs> yeah. what a brash, <laughs> asshole, Italian roots. You know, I just thought that was funny. Uh, the next one is a show that I've never watched, um, but I hear a lot of mixed reviews on. I don't know if you've watched it. Sword Art Online? I have. You watched the show? Yes, yes. Just before you say anything, he says, I enjoy watching the anime, and I enjoy getting (laughs) their platinum trophies. 
Because oh, I think it's based on like a game. So he played, yeah, he played the game. Played the game too. So. Uh, yeah, Sword Art Online. Do you know anything about it? No. Well, it's, I mean, I know the idea that it's like death hex sign. It's like you're in a fucking video game. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. It, it piggybacks off of our VR description, right? Uh, being lost in a VR world. Yeah, because, yeah, it's just this uh, these people that are trying a beta version of a VR game get stuck in there and like... Are they, they legit discon- stuck in the game? Yeah, if they get if they disconnect that like there's some sort of routing in the VR headset that like you'll die. If you if you die in the game, That's poor you die. programming. That's, <laughs> how did they? How did that get by the FCC. Well, the guy that made it, it was a mastermind plan, basically. And so, oh. so all these people thought they were getting into this cool entry-level version, being fast followers, ended up costing many of their lives. But it's pretty cool. The What I'll say about it is I actually really enjoy it, too, because the main character is like this sort of typical gamer, and he knows a lot of tropes, right? Like, a lot of the people are just in there trying to enjoy the game and they're like i don't know a lot about games but you know i'm learning and this guy's like this guy's like the badass uh fucking maverick dude who like doesn't follow rules so uh it was good but then there but i think uh what it's known for is that there are sort of arcs within it and one of the arcs is like it gets like super like sexualized and you know, yeah. like where you get the anime with like why boobies else? hanging out and I mean, all this why stuff. Why else get into virtual reality? Why else get into anime? <laughs> Let's be real. So I didn't like that stuff as much, but the first half was solid. I really liked it. I yeah. See, I, that's just one thing that I'm joking. By the way, okay. Like, I hate how sexualized and how a lot just, of the Japanese how, crap is. <laughs> yeah, man, and it's trickled over into shit that I really like. Yeah, and like, like, like Street Fighter that, Five, dude. Street Fighter Five is horribly <laughs> fucking sexist and sexualizing women at every chance it fucking gets. It's absurd, and I'm embarrassed to play it because of that reason sometimes. But I will say, like, in other older cartoons, that was such a like small part, and it played a role. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it's hard for me to you know throw out how much I hate like over-sexualized women in anime and then I'm like mm-hmm. Cowboy Bebop and like one of the main characters is Faye who's like that's her whole persona. Yeah, even Bulma was like was. that in Dragon Ball. You're like, oh man, Bulma's yeah. fine. But that was like, there was the charm of Dragon Ball because it was like a little kid and how her way, like how he wasn't, uh, even, he didn't know anything. He didn't even bat an eye at right. all these like <laughs> social, you know, things that would bring attention to a grown man, right? Mm-hmm. But, all right, the next one is a show that I see all the time. Okay. But I've never watched. Okay. Don't know how to say the name. What? So I'm kind of. You want me to read it? No, 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 no. It's like it's just the it's it's gun, x sword is like exactly how it's written. I don't know if that's gun gun cross sword or if that's gun x sword or if that's gun sword. (laughs) I don't know. I haven't heard that one. You haven't seen it. If you saw the if you saw the cover, you'd be like, oh, I'd recognize. It's like on Hulu. I think. Okay. And it's on a few other uh, streaming services. Did he have a did he have a little blurb no about description? it? No description. No description about it, which you know. This is a mystery mystery so, anime. It's like right now we have like Yu-Gi-Oh, okay, support by Gotta Max. know it. Yeah. Uh, we've got Sword Art Online supported by Hunter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then mystery one. Neither of us can really offer a support. But maybe we'll, maybe we'll have to check it out. I'll trust you, Ben. I think it's pretty good. The fourth one, did you ever watch Trigun? I haven't. Dude. I've heard good stuff though, for sure. I didn't talk about it on the last episode because I know you haven't watched it. But you took it easy one on of me? my favorite <laughs> animes ever. You gotta check it out. Is it is it a mech one? No. No Zords? No Zords, no Gundams, <laughs> no nothing like that. It's okay. just like a Wild West version of the future. It's super tight. Check it out. Okay, we'll do. And we'll say that the town in that town is like exactly how I want our our project. Our project okay, well then anyway, we need we'll to watch it for inspiration. Yeah, Let's we do, do it. Yeah, exactly, please. Uh five, Death Note, of course. It's okay, very, great. That's a solid like 
you that's, don't like it. That's definitely on my on my love list. Yeah. And the sixth one is another one that I've heard so many good things about, and I haven't watched it yet, and I think we should watch it. And the next chance we get for an anime set, we should review it. It's a show called The Seven Deadly Sins. Oh, dude. Ah, oh, man. I feel like... <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh, oh, oh dude. Oh, oh. Yeah, fuck. I feel like I started to try to watch that, but I but if you ask me what it is about now, I have no idea. So uh, yeah, I don't know about the story at all. It's I've definitely in the realm, scenes. right? That I know kind of about. Yeah, but. exactly. And it's a Netflix exclusive, so it's an exclusive. That's what he wrote here. It's intriguing. And I think that makes sense. But yeah, if Jean Michel, if you're listening, he pitched that to me a long time ago, and I was like, totally, dude. Nice. This looks awesome. He showed me some scenes. I was like, this looks great. Well, shout totally out to the Jean Michel. And then I never did. And I'm <laughs> sorry, and we'll do it. All right. Uh, but not only did he send us a six pack, Ben Ebag also emailed us a question. Gotta love it. Double dipping. Ta- yeah, thank you, Ben. Uh, the subject is not enough time. Uh, hmm. With all the games that have been coming out lately, I'm struggling with the first world problem of not having enough time to play all the games that I want to play. It sucks. I feel you. What is a game, movie, or TV show that you would like to enjoy, but you're not sure if you'll have the time for it? Don't worry. I still make time to listen to you guys every week. Thank you, Ben. We appreciate it. So nice. For real. So enjoyable. He is one of our biggest fans and one of my favorite fans out of all the fans. Don't tell the other fans. Content donor, if you will. Yeah, don't tell the other fans, but Ben, you're probably my favorite. (laughs) Anyway, uh, this is a problem that I've had for like the last three years. Yeah, I I feel you. Dude, being an adult is the worst. It, it rubs you raw. And it's you get just, robbed. Yeah, man. And robbed like, of life. <laughs> you have to make so many robbed Tesla style yeah. in life. You have to make so many choices about what you're going to do and what you're going to play. Time is the most valuable commodity we have. And this is coming from a guy who has played probably the same game for like five years. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've played another game. I don't think I've played a game as Street Fighter like solidly. <laughs> yeah. Outside of maybe a few other fighters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just to take this first... And it's 2017 is stacked with entertainment. Right. Okay, yeah. Shit is coming. <laughs> it, oh, it's, it's coming. Awesome, right. <laughs> yeah. uh, everything from games to TV to movies. Fate and the Furious or whatever. <laughs> the fate, fate of the Furious. You mean Wild Speed X2. <laughs> <Yeah>. or <whatever. laughs> uh, <laughs> the Fate of the Speed. I don't remember what it's called. Uh, but I will say that this year is stacked specifically for fighting games. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. You're, you're just like a dog with seven bones, dude. Because Street Fighter Five is the mainstay. I'm gonna be playing Street Fighter Five all year. Sorry, mm-hmm. it's just happening. I don't care what happens to the game. I'm gonna be playing it. Yep. Marvel versus Capcom. I. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Yep. is Coming out, which is a long-awaited fourth entry to the series. I've been hearing about I it a lot. Gotta be fucking playing this. You gotta game. be doing it. Actually, I don't know if that comes out in 2017. Fact is, it's on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Guilty Gear. Yep. Revelator Two is coming out. I loved the old games before XR'd. I don't know why I never got into XR'd, but my favorite character from the old games is coming into Revelator 2. Hmm. And now I got to fucking play, mm-hmm. right? Injustice 2 <laughs> is coming out? Are you fucking serious? I am. I have to play Injustice 2. Okay, I have to. I loved Injustice 1, and I got my start in the fighting games through Mortal Kombat, so mm-hmm. I owe it to Nether Realms. Yep. Tekken 7 looks fucking awesome. Really? And I want to play that Tekken. game so bad. I tried playing Tekken 5? Yeah. 2012? Whatever mm-hmm. game was like new in 2012. I tried playing it, and I had a lot of fun, but I never dove into like 
the actual right. mechanics of the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, the scene just happens to be blowing up now. And a lot of the people that I follow are either double dipping in both Street Fighter and Tekken or are Tekken heads. And I just like their personality. Yep. So I just feel like I need to get it. And I'm just, I'm riddled with decisions. How yes. can I make. <laughs> and I want to be good. And the thing about Street Fighter or the thing about fighting games is that, like, it's not like, yeah, so I'm going to play the story and then, like, you know, we'll see what Just else. Just have a next. good time. You have you to wanna be, be good. I need to be good. Yeah. I need to put in training. It's not and worth practice. it if you can't be good. Yeah. Then, huh? then why even get the game? <laughs> why even play it? You know? But how can you be good at so many different games? I, it's going to be, I have no fucking clue. And I am stressing <laughs> out about it more than I am about <laughs> my school it. program or I am about work. That's all easy. You know what I mean? I get the tips I need. Yeah. Fuck. I don't give a <laughs> shit about that i have to play six fighting games this year and i don't know what the fuck to do so thank you for bringing that up bag what about, what about you um so what was the one that i texted you and chase about it for honor for honor see that's another one because it's also a fighting i game. feel like and i would sense. like that game it that's seems pretty simplistic for us yes that's perfect for you and me mm-hmm. it's a gateway for you to come into the fighting game realm but it's not like super not technical and complex yeah. as far yeah. as like knowing frame rates and shit. I'm sure mm-hmm. maybe you will know that. Maybe at some point. I think that that other fighting game that um, Absolver? that, that cha- yeah, yeah Absolver Absolver looks pretty cool as that well. That sounds and looks pretty cool as well. <laughs> God damn! So it. many fighting. I games. even saw a uh, I saw a commercial today. For a new, it's like the next iteration of Shadow of Mordor. It's like oh Shadow my God. or something. And they re- do that? They just it was released the that trailer. Sickest, yeah, that trailer is dirty. And then they were like, "Hey, what's up?" It comes out in August, and you're like, "Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you." Are and you I really like Shadow of Mordor, yeah, but it was like I would imagine if this took it to the dumb. next level, I'd be like, "Damn, shit." That's a game um, for you, man. Like, so those are three games. And then, uh, you know, going back to the anime thing, like... Um, I want to watch every anime that there ever was and that I, I want to be well, Yeah, I want to be well-versed in anime to where, like, I don't want to so- have somebody ask if I've ever seen a very common anime and say no. You know what I mean? I hate when that happens. Because then it's like, they're basically extending this olive branch out. And they're like, look... We can bond over this thing. Have you seen yeah, it? And you're hey. like, oh, you know. And it's always starts with like, oh, sick. You like anime? Do you like this? And you're like, damn it. <laughs> that's, like, yeah, yeah. that's like the first thing that they think of. And you're like, and you're like you can't how deliver. They view anime. And I'm like, okay, dude, just real quick. Yeah. Give me just five animes between us that we need to be watching. That, that we, we need to watch, watch. That are old. Or that like we should have watched by now. See, are these ones that you haven't seen as well? I haven't seen as well. Because there's several that you have seen that I haven't seen. And I'm like, I got to watch these. There's plenty that I have Including like Trigun, Full Metal Alchemist. Um, I need to get all the way through Cowboy Bebop. I haven't Bebop. Brotherhood of Full Metal Alchemist. But yeah, yeah, you need to watch. Yeah, you're very behind. Gundam. I've never watched any yeah. of those, dude. Yeah, you got a lot to do <laughs> yeah because i was gonna say like one piece i never watched that right would you ever that, watch like one punch man one punch man is supposed to be fucking awesome yeah I really but i hear it. that it falls back it's like yeah but he always kills people with one punch it's like, like it no always, way it always really? comes back to that freaking but, uh bleach i never have gotten yeah, through that all the way i watched like the first few seasons of that it falls off um, okay but still yeah i mean the first few seasons of that are fucking clutch. Are cool um 
Shit, man, I had like a list of them. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Have you ever heard of that? You you brought it up last episode. JoJo's Bizarre Haven't really Adventure. heard a whole lot about I it. Don't like. I love the concept of. I don't know why I don't watch that show. Like, literally, all I can do is talk about how I should watch that show, <laughs> yeah. and I don't spend more time. It's ridiculous. talking about how I could watch yeah, it than I could even be watching. I sorry to get a list of shows, but yeah, we have a backlog of shows that we need to take care. Yeah, of. Yeah, those are the main two things because like I really don't give a shit about movies that much anymore. Like I I don't ever go to the movies unless like I'm kind of dragged to it. And so. I never feel like I'm missing out that much by not being a part of like because it'll come moment. out later you know what i mean you know, yeah, exactly. it'll be on different services later and there's one thing do you want to you never responded to my text do you want to go watch get out and do a review of that oh i thought this i totally to be responded it because i've been hearing about it it's great i've been hearing nothing but positive reviews and so i would love to watch listeners that. a review of get out coming up pretty soon okay cool no that you sounds great probably also expect a another email like this one from dunter horset good old dunter daddy denny uh, he says, what was the biggest failure you encountered when trying to escape the friend zone? Later, pickle pushers. Dunter, House of Keanu. Horset. <laughs> and then friend it's a, zone. Sorry, I just want to throw out the very end. Okay. P.S. And it's a, uh, uh, a fucking meme of okay. the Dave Chappelle character mm-hmm. that's addicted to crack. I forget his name right now off the top of my head, but... Mm-hmm. Y'all got any more of them? Tea, or, uh, y'all got any more of them show invites? So Dunter wants to be on the show, Ooh. which I think would be great. Um, we just got to put him through like a voice modulator. Yeah, yeah. We and we've, a dark we've, screen. We've so definitely he can't see who discussed it is. that. And I would just love put that. some tape over the over the yeah, webcam, exactly. <laughs> and uh, I won't even listen to like what the voice is. I'll, I'll we'll just like I guess we got to hear him. So we got to we got to put him on some sort of voice modulator for exactly. sure. Yeah, but but, uh, but yeah, no. I'm uh, that would be that would be very fun. Yeah. Um, so friend zone, you right? You're trying to get like you're stuck in the friend zone. Mm-hmm. Everybody's been there. Yeah, and you're trying to get out. What happened? Yeah, I mean, there's a couple different ways to approach it, right? I mean, because there's there's those ones where like I've had instances where it seemed like it was going to happen, right? And I think like there's yeah, always so you've had a, a little failure. bit. Have you had a failure? Before? Oh, several. Yeah. <laughs> But That's but there's I was like feed me. There's feed me there's some where it's more like I'm just hoping and praying that somehow it'll happen, right? And then there's other ones where you're like, it's right there, like it's go for it, you know. And then and then for some whatever reason, you just didn't make that the impression you needed, mm-hmm. right? Um, I guess like one of the ones that I would I would uh, harp on that comes to mind first was my be- one of my best friends today. Uh, is this girl who in eighth grade, I was like super, uh, super attracted to her and I tried going out with her and it seemed like it was going to happen. Do I need yeah. to? It's okay. You don't have to say it. I don't have to say it because you're looking very. I don't know who it you is. You want to know who I it is. I knew you in eighth grade. But I don't so want to throw it. out her name. I feel you. After for, the show. For, so, for solidarity. Yeah, of course. So, um, yeah, in eighth grade, I like really was, I was like, yeah, I think, it, I think it's going to work out or whatever, or make mm-hmm. it happen or whatever. And then. Every time I tried to like reach that next level, where it was like, take me seriously, What's you know, well, yeah, like I'm a boy, yeah, we're not just friends anymore. Yeah. Every time I tried to kind of push that envelope, she never really took it very seriously. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess she, I would just make her make her like laugh, as in like, this is goofy. Like, I can't really, I can't really get into <laughs> you're my this friend. that like, way. What? <laughs> yeah, you're my friend, and uh, and that was really frustrating for a while. You yeah. Know? Um, and so I don't, I don't, I, there's not any sort of like punchline to the story. It's just that after a while we realized that we really cared about each other. Right. But it's like, 
I guess if 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 you're not gonna take this seriously, and I can't keep trying to do that, so I guess we'll just call it off. You know, I mean, yeah. Well, uh, that mean you call the whole thing off, or you guys like were you still friends throughout the whole thing? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was great, yeah. and it doesn't. I don't think it happens. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think I think maybe the trope is for the guy to kind of puppy style follow along, regardless of whether it works out yeah. or not. Uh, but this was cool because like we we were genuinely equals. It wasn't like it wasn't like she was like <laughs> what do you mean? It wasn't like she was like stringing me along and putting a carrot in front yeah. of me and you know it wasn't really like that. It was you just like you could have easily been really, stringing her along. Yeah, I yeah, could have. You, you had your carrot out. And yeah, she was just dangling along that. You know, it just didn't work out. Yeah. So so that one was probably my biggest failure because like I felt like it was so close, but then it yeah. was just like it just kind of fell apart and it didn't really work out. Yeah. I was the same way as to where like when you're you're young mm-hmm. and you're in friend it's just friend zones happen automatically a lot like it's not a, that many to where I really felt like I was stuck in the friend zone as much as it was I was just a huge pussy <laughs> and just <laughs> never acted on any you know what I mean it's hard dude I mean it, it's hard to be that that bold and yeah that bold brash man that every lady wants fast right? and furious exactly wild <laughs> speed you know the, wild yeah the wild speed, speed that every lady X2. wants x2 baby <laughs> uh but there's plenty of cases where i just like formed relationships with girls and like it was one of those things where like everybody knows where this is supposed to go but i do not capitalize at any of my given moments and it's been so long not capitalizing that it just fizzles out and see you later there is yeah. one where you and I were friends with this girl, and we would go over, oh, yeah. we'd play guitar with her a lot, and hang out at her place, and I totally thought it was going to happen between y'all two, and I don't know if she like put you in a friend zone. In fact, it was a similar one where it was like, oh. y'all are both equals. Yeah. Last name, only two letters, right? Oh, yeah. Well, and I, I mean, we I, got together for yeah, a little okay, bit. Okay, okay. Yeah. I guess it just never cool. was clear to me if it, yeah, if it yeah, had yeah, gone yeah. through... You know, oh, yeah, if, if the yeah. if the mail had been received yeah, or not. No, I remember specifically texting you from a Quiznos because she was like, hey, you want to hang out with Hunter? And I was like, Hunter, say you can't hang out or something like that. And you're like, you got it, dude. Yeah. Anything for my bro. <laughs> yeah. So appreciate that one. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, very rarely I was ever have I ever been stuck in like a friend zone as much as it was just like not capitalizing on a perfectly acceptable situation that in hindsight would have been totally fine but yeah. hey you know i was also like 14 so yeah you know it's it's hard to tread those to uh you know traverse those waters yeah of course oh, yeah. well thank you for the uh thank you for the question dunter thank, thank you, you dunter. ben ebig for the questions as well we're running pretty long that happens when you have a great strong fans. friendship connection as us and great fans. You got a whole throw in a, a whole bunch of mail bag of mail. mail. Yeah. Who knew that three questions could uh, take that long? Seriously. But uh, thank you for everybody for uh, mailing in. Let's let's figure out if this beer is still even worth drinking. Is it? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> shit. Well, let me try. I'm on the very last sip that I've been literally saving. Yeah. <laughs> to the end of the show. <laughs> it's mostly just mouthwash. Yeah. This is most. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's um I think saying that it's world class is not a um a jump in any way shape or form. Yeah. It's uh it's good right out of the bottle when it's cold. It's good yeah. when it opened up. It's never um it's 10% alcohol by volume, but it's it's not like syrupy alcohol sweep. Not sweet. at all, dude. Like there is none of that. It's it's malt, it's malty but not too malty. It's has a little bitterness, but it's not bitter. 
it's uh it's dark and it's it's an, an attractive looking beer um it's got class out the ass you For know sure. it really does and yeah. um this is this is probably my favorite quadrupel i've ever had um if I had to give it a number, man, I'm going to give it like a 9.5. There we go. See, that's the thing, man. It's like, will you ever give something a 10? I don't Have think, I, I think out of principle, 10? I don't know if I'm ever going to give anything a 10. Because you can't give anything a 10. Because This is as high it, as yeah. it gets for me. Honestly, in the same way. And I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> because I'm in the same boat, dude. Okay. 9.5. And this beer, just off the bat, is in my wheelhouse. Okay. Great. This is exactly, you were right, dude. That's you why I was, chose I was this beer like, and you're I like, Max, I love like this it. beer. I love this beer. It is so good. It's like you already said, there's that malty sweetness. The alcohol is like only prevalent in any nasal activity. Like you smell it, you can smell alcohol. Yep. When you drink it, Mouth feels super smooth, but if you drink a lot of it, you can definitely feel in your nasal cavities that fucking burn just a little bit. Just something to show you that, like, hey, what's up? It's actually even pretty high in the chugometer, too. Yeah. If you wanted to down it. I was going to say, I could drink this all day. I would get trashed. Yeah. (laughs) But I I could drink this all day long. Without a second glance. I'd walk into a party at 3 p.m. I'd be drinking this till, I mean, honestly, till like 6. Yeah. Because you'd be done. I'd be done so. But in theory... I could be drinking it until fucking the wee hours of the morning. It would hit all at dude. once. Yeah. But this beer is awesome. Um, you got my seal of approval. You got the maxi stamp. Right Did you give it a line. number? 9.5. There you go. Here it is. Love it. Great That's beer. That's great, man. I'm glad that, that it delivered show. on everything I was hoping it would deliver for Excellent you beer. specifically. This beer is fantastic. So great. I'm, a, I'm sorry, Chase, you couldn't uh, try it out. but no, it sucks. Again, yeah, just hold on. What is the beer? Little product like placement to, again. Yeah. St. Bernardus. I'm gonna say Abbott Twelve, ABT, ABT 12. Twelve. Yeah, uh, the Belgian Abbey Ale at a Watu, Belgium. I don't know if that's how you say that. Yeah, there W-A-T-O-U, we go. W A T O U, but it's so good, ten percent. So good. Incredible stuff I can get. <laughs> well, Hunter, this has been just a delight. It's been, it's been very pleasurable. This has been a great episode. <laughs> Are you gonna look at me lovingly like that? For the Only rest for of a little bit. Okay. After we turn the mics off, we'll, we'll turn it off yeah. and then we'll go. You know, who knows? Some... Chase just got a new job, so we'll, he might be busy again in the future. We might have another one of these, uh, you know, just just, duo just you and I ones. Yeah. Whenever he's slaving away, telling game developers, "I need this yeah, now, this, yeah, right now." <laughs> Fuck. And just yeah, that's how I imagine him in the fucking workplace. Uh, but if you want to follow the show, of course, you can either follow. You can find some episodes at uh, www wittybantershow.com mm-hmm. you can follow us on twitter yep uh, witty banner show on twitter as well yes at witty banner yes, show at witty banner show if you want to follow me at probably max uh if you want to follow chase he's not here but you can still follow him yeah got uh, it, at bodacious chase mm-hmm. uh other than that again man thank you Good yeah episode let's sit on out of here man let's beep our way out the door okay well better bye <laughs> <laughs>